Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Monday. Monday, you know how Monday is. People always say they call it the dread for Monday, but today is Monday. Today, I was not going to do a podcast today because I've been dealing with some things. I've just been dealing with some things. So today, I'm just going to get on here real quick and just talk to y'all about mental health. What is the anxiety? How do people deal with anxiety? What is depression? Have you ever been depressed? So today I'm just going to tell you, open up about me. <laughs> now I'll tell y'all things about me, but I don't think I have really, really, really told y'all about me. So as y'all know, I was born in Louisiana. I am staying in Louisiana, so I'm like in the middle. So I have like six sisters two brothers so you know it's like eight of us all together so it's like I'm in the middle so you know I've been through some things as you know in my childhood I've been through um being raped by my uncle which was which he married her which he married into the family he wasn't really per se my blood uncle he just married into the family um let me tell you a little history as we was growing up I saw a lot of things as I was growing up um, I saw a lot in my life, which I wish I never did see in my life. I saw my mom. I saw my mom and my dad always arguing, always fighting, always doing stuff. Uh, always arguing, fighting, and different stuff like that it was hard it was unreal you know I don't like to tell people share share my family business but I'm just trying to give you an insight of Felicia Felicia life um not to be bashful not to be talking about my family but to just give y'all some you know some insight so if y'all hear some noise just know I'm outside and some sunlight and stuff so my mom and my dad used to have this argument bigger and fight type of deal it would seem like every day well not every day somewhere I would say around like the first of the month somewhere in there uh, I can't remember it was just like they were arguing and one time my sister had got like in the middle of them tried to like break it up it was, it was bad. But the one night that I remember to the T, it was when my mom and my daddy got into it. This is pretty bad. This is what I really do remember. I remember a lot, but this one stuck with me. I remember my mom, well, it was my sister friends, my friend next door. One of my sister friends next door. Um, she um had to spend the night with my sister who was all in the room and me and my other sister which is younger than me went into the kitchen to get like the spray gun because back then we had mosquitoes so we used like the little shotgun to spray for the mosquitoes so we heard somebody come through the back door and back then you know you can leave the doors open you can leave your windows open so we wasn't really worried about somebody breaking in or stealing or nothing like that so we went through um we, we, yeah, we um so we um, heard somebody come to the back door. So we just said, well, my sister said, who is it? And my dad said, who the hell you think it is? 
that's how he said it like that he went into that so I was like okay then we just said oh that's our dad so we got the spray gun and took it back to the room where we were so I um remember it wasn't long before like maybe like after a good five minutes I'm giving it that much it could have been shorter than but I'm gonna say five minutes I hear my mama running to the back to the back where we are she said oh Rufus in there acting crazy and all you can just hear is like glass breaking stuff throwing and all that type of stuff so I got scared and my first instinct was to I stood up on the bed I was so scared or whatever because I didn't know what was going on I was so fearful and so afraid and so scared so I hid up on the bed and um and I was like, I'm just so scared. I don't know what to do. My mama's hollering. And my daddy came back there. They were saying some words. I really didn't understand because at that moment, I was scared. I was like in a up on the bed, just afraid. And my other sister and their friend, they saw all the whole, whole ordeal. But I didn't because I was up under the bed. So mom, somehow, I guess my mom went back into their room. And I guess she had to get her, get her something to put on. I don't know if she had anything to put on or what. I can't remember if she had those things. I don't know, because it happened so fast. So, we was already trying to tell everybody, let's go, let's go. Because at this time, my dad was laying across the bed. Nobody knew what he was doing. He was laying across the bed in my mom and dad in the room. I was like, oh, my goodness. I didn't know what was going on. So, I was about to get left. No lie, because my sister was about to go. So, my sister was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. So, got in the car and you know got in the car and this driveway was long we had like a long driveway because at this time before we moved into the city we were staying like in a country park so I was like okay got into the car or whatever and um that's the part so my mom was driving slow and lo and behold my dad walks out of the house and shoots some shots or whatever. Thank you, Jesus. We had like a long driveway. Just thinking if he, he did have a long driveway, he probably could have, you know, I think his intention was to try to kill us all. I don't know. Don't know what he was trying to do at that moment, but I think he was trying to kill us. I don't know. I'm just saying. So, at this time, we, my mama drive out. So we go, we didn't even go straight to the police station. Don't know why. I don't know what was going through my mom here at the time because I can't say if I was her, I would have went because I don't know. So we didn't go to the police station. We just drove around Louisiana where we were. We just drove around. So by this time, um, my mom decided to go drop off my sister friend at her house, which is our house. It's like right beside my sister house, but it's like my our house and like a big old open field, and then it's like my sister friend's house. It's like next door. So, okay, so my mom, she said, well, your dad's not home, whatever. So, she thought it was okay to drop her off. Wrong mistake. Dropped off, then my dad started chasing us. You know, we going down these roads, he was chasing us. I don't know what was his attention. Don't know where his mind was, and don't know what my mom's mind was. But at this time, this is when my mom decided to go to the police station. So, we went to the police station. Yada, yada, yada. We went to my grandmother's house, which is my mom's mom. Went to her house. Okay, we stayed there. I didn't want to, I was scared because I was like, I don't know what to do. I was just so afraid, just so scared. Okay, so we went there, stayed at my grandma's house. And um, somehow my dad got jail and he was coming walking down with my grandma. 
I was gonna say like in the country, country, country part of Louisiana. So it's like out of the city, out of the city, in the country, whole bunch of cotton fields, this whatever. And he come walking down this gravel road. So my grandma stays in this little, house. excuse me, in this house. She didn't have a bathroom. It's, it's like a little outhouse, you know, whatever. It wasn't the outhouse, but she had the outside, outhouse outside, and you know, it was just the hair. But back then, you know. So at this time, I see my daddy come walking down the road, and what happened? I slide up to my grandmother's bed. I didn't care about no spider webs. I didn't care about no spiders. I didn't care about nothing. And he stayed at my grandma's house until this time. By this time, I think my mom had got work or whatever. She came to got came to get us. With, I think she came to get my dad. And they went back to the house or whatever. I don't know if they talked. I don't know because I don't know. Because I wasn't with them. So by this time, she came and got the rest of us. So she was like, okay, come on. I was so scared of my dad. I did not want to go back to that house. I could not go back to that house. I refused to go back to that house. So I was like, I didn't want to stay. So me and my sister stayed at my grandma's house. Because my grandma didn't care. So we stayed there. You know. So as time went on, as Felicia grew up, I'm just giving you a little backstory. I still saw stuff happening with my sisters and different stuff. Stuff still happening to Felicia, you know. I met my kid's daddy and whatever. It was just a whole bunch of stuff. So I just went on. Then I was my kid's dad and um I thought he was the love of my life. Young and dumb, you know how I am. Just being young and dumb. Didn't know about what it was, you know, how it is and nothing like that. I thought he was loving my life and I had my oldest son. So everything was peachy and cream. Really wasn't. Cause we got, you know, really wasn't. I was following the feel like I was following the what I had learned from my parents. You know, like, you know how we try to we don't want to be like our parents, but somehow somebody in between got to be the one to break it. So I'm like following this trail, this track, this like this thing, like it's just gonna be me and my kid and Allison. I was pregnant with my daughter, my middle child. So I was like, okay, I don't know how it's gonna work out because he's still doing stupid stuff, still cheating. But no, I was dumb, staying with him, thinking that I was okay, or whatever, whatever, because I felt like that was just like my behavior, whatever the case may be. Not trying to say, oh, it's you know. This this person called this person. Not trying to say that. So when I did that, and then um, had my youngest son. So in the midst of having my youngest son, one night struck. At this time, I knew he had slept with one of my sisters, which I don't care. I forgave a girl. That's the end of the story. But I knew he had slept with her. So one night, I just got bold. Where this boldness came from, I don't know. I got bold. And I just said, oh, so you're you going somewhere. Something I had said, oh, he got hot. Oh, you think he got hot, he drugged me and beat me. At this time, he gonna call my sister the one he slept with. Tell me, you better come get this B, Bob, whatever, whatever, kick her out or whatever. At this time, it's raining and storm. So I guess she called the police. I don't know. So they called the police or whatever. Called the police and I was like, okay. He had to leave or I'm not leaving because I got kids. So during this whole ordeal, before I get to the next situation, he would have a car. Then my kids would be like, um, we'll have to walk in the rain. He would take the car from we couldn't go to church. This is abusive. Mentally, physically, all this type of stuff. 
So he was abusive. He had my kids calling me B words. It was terrible. I would try to go to church. He's trying to better me and my kids, but no matter what I tried to do, he'd take the car from us. There were times where me and my kids used to walk in the rain, snow. Yeah, well, not with snow, but rain and cold. <laughs> it didn't snow one time in Longview. Um, it's snow there. Rain, cold, hot. It could be hot, but I had to get to the store to get my kids some, some wick. No wick back then. We had wick and stuff like that because I was young. So I was like, and y'all probably trying to say, why you didn't call your sister? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna elaborate, but you know, I'm the type of person where I just do stuff on my own. I don't like to beg people. If I ask you, you don't want to beg. That's just me. So I did what I had to do. But me and my kids walked through the store. We, it was whatever we had to. Me and my kids did it. Um, so that night he beat me so that next couple that next day that man came by and said that we have to be he was kicking us out I'm like kicking us out but I'm giving this man money or whatever to pay for the rent but what does he do with it hmm okay so me and my kids left we left left a weekend then played packed their apartment up in one day because he thought in his little fresh little mind that he was gonna take my car. Blah blah blah. Try to so y'all can understand where I, I think I where why I did with anxiety and depression. So blah blah blah. So my grandmother died, which is like my mom, you know, whatever. She like basically raised me and stuff like that. So I was like, uh, so I lost her. I lost her. She died. So I wasn't able to go to the funeral. Me and my sister were arguing back and forth, whatever the case may be. Because I couldn't go to the funeral. So, it was hard. So, one night in 2013, I woke up. My body was from hot to cold. Didn't know what was going on. I'm like, what the damn? And my heart started racing. Didn't know. So, I was like, oh, my God. Why do I have it? You know, I didn't know it was anxiety. I did not know it was anxiety until maybe later on until I just started. So, one day I was in school, coming from college. And I had an anxiety attack. Didn't know what it was because I'm thinking I'm about to have a heart attack because my heart is racing. I feel like my heart is about to jump out of my body. So the man thought I was dehydrated, which I was a pretty healthy person at the time. So, you know, at this time, that man was telling me, oh, you probably need to, he said it was my thyroid. They said it was high blood pressure. None of that, thank you, Jesus. But I was, had got to the point where I used to, it had got bad. My anxiety had got bad at this time because at this time I was like, okay. He said I had high blood pressure, so I went out, took some money I had got, I bought a blood pressure cup. Yes, I did. Went out and took a blood pressure cup. And I kept it. I wore it to church. I wore it to the store. I had it in my car. Wherever I went, that blood pressure cup was like a watch to my wrist. So I did that. I wore that. And then I came out here. See where I stayed now. The place I wanted to stay my whole entire life. Why? Don't know. But I'm here in Houston. <laughs> so I stay out here right now. So I'm in Houston, living, thinking I'm living for stay with my aunt and uncle. Not gonna elaborate about that. That's another podcast I'm gonna talk about. Um, came out here. Um, how can I say this? Came out here, stay with my aunt and uncle. Then I moved to my apartment. Boom, lost that apartment because of some kind of flood. Moved into the hotel. Been in the hotel for three and a half years. Moved, lost that hotel. Went to a shelter, and now I'm at a place where I'm at now. That's apartment. So, and yes. 
one day I thought I was gonna have another breakdown to where I was like, okay, I'm about to break down. Meaning like it was just to the point where I didn't know if I was gonna I thought at that moment I was gonna have another breakdown. So I um was on my way one day to take my son to the doctor and I had been stressing I had been worrying I had been doing all kind of stuff just stressing myself out to the teeth just worrying about stuff worry about bills worry about how I'm gonna do this just worry about different kind of stuff and then I just saw myself at a point where I knew I was gonna break all the windows out my car I just saw it clear as day I'm going to break all the windows out the car and just be like, I'm done with life. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of struggle. I'm sick of that. I'm just, I was just sick of it. So that's when I decided that Felicia needed help. But during those years, because I just started getting help, which is 2021. But so back to 2019, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I've been dealing with depression. I've been dealing with anxiety. No, I don't take medicine because I mean Jesus had a talk. I told him I didn't want to take medicine because I saw how he does to other people and I didn't want to be that person. I told God a long time ago that I just didn't want to take medicine. So at this time, I'm still dealing with, before I even decide to get help, I would lay in bed all day, cry, be depressed, didn't care what I looked like. Now I care about my appearance didn't really care I was like I don't care what I look like you know it is what it is so I was like okay so this is my life so now as I get help as I decide to get therapy whatever and say affirmations and different stuff like that to this day I'm not completely here but I believe I am I still deal with depression and anxiety. So, this morning, around 4 o'clock, I got to go use the restroom. And I felt like I was about to have anxiety because I felt warm in the inside. So, I came in here, tried to wake up one of my kids. I woke up, came in the living room, tried to wake up one of my kids. They didn't want to move. I was like, okay, God, I don't know what to do. I did not want to call the ambulance. I did not want to call 911 because I know what that does to me. I know what it does to my kids. So I was like, I don't want to do that. So at this time, I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. I don't know. So I just went back there in my room and started talking to Jesus. Just basically back there talking to myself. Like, I, it was like me and another person. <laughs> just talking to myself. And I was just like, I don't know. So today, I felt depressed. Down. Because I've been praying about some things. I've been asking God to help me with some things. And I asked him why I just said he hadn't gave me an answer. So I feel like, really, so you just want me to stay in this place. So I got on the phone with this lady, and I was talking to her about different stuff. You know, she was breaking it down to me and telling me stuff, which is what I need to hear. You know, she said, I know you've seen God time and time in your life. I know you think God can do things and da-da-da-da. But I was like, wow. So I just want to get in here and tell y'all, that yes I do podcasts yes I do this but don't they don't think that I have it all together because nobody have it all together and I was like God if I have to deal with this 
if I have to deal with anxiety, if I have to deal with depression, help me. Yes, I want him to take this away from me because you know how like on Facebook you had these memories where you go back and I was looking at my memories. And I was going back to 2012, 11, 10, 9, all that type of stuff. Well, I saw but Felicia was not worried about nothing. I probably were, but I didn't show it. I didn't stress, but I didn't show it. So I was like, where is she at? You know, where is that girl at? Where is Felicia? Like, where's she at? Like, can I get that Felicia back? Can I get her back? Because Felicia lived life. Felicia go to the store and uh, go to the store and go grocery shopping by herself. Felicia go to the doctor and she didn't even worry about a phone and she had a phone. She wasn't so worried about stuff like she worried about now, you know. And sometimes I know life happened, happened life happened to make you think like, oh, this is what's going on. Life has happened, all this type of stuff. But I just want to know where she's at. Because I'm getting on here to tell y'all that I am no different from nobody else. If y'all know that I did a podcast on yesterday that said that you are not alone. Because you're not. Because just like everybody else go through stuff, we're all going through stuff. People are not going to be brave enough and be like, oh yeah, I deal with that. Be like, because you don't want nobody to be judged. I don't care. Judge me. I don't care. Judge me. I don't care. Because you're not the lawyer. You're not the judge. God is my judge. So if I say I deal with something... I'm telling you, I dealt with it. I'm not going to sugarcoat. Oh, Felicia, no, Felicia dealt with that. Um, so, I deal with this. I still, to this day, it's not as bad as it used to be because it had started to interfere with my life. Well, I couldn't work. I couldn't go nowhere. I had to always be around people. I couldn't even stay in my own house. That's how bad my anxiety had got. It was just overtaking my livelihood. So, yes, I still stress say, you know, my kids know my trigger. They know my point. You know, they know, like, mama, stop stressing. They know when I'm stressing. They know when I work. Mama, stop this, stop this. And which it shouldn't be that way. They shouldn't have to take care of me. So, but they do because I'm all they got, all there. I'm all that they have. So, I'm trying to, that's why I decide I'm going to go to therapy. I need to get some help. Me and the devil have been friends too long. We've been dealing, we've been playing with anxiety and depression too long, thinking that we are okay. And really, we are not okay. So I decided. Nobody told me. Nobody said this. I decided because I saw myself breaking every glass in my car out. And I said, that, that's, I got to know. I got to just do something different. I got to get some help before I have a real, before I break all the way down. And I can't get myself back up. Me, like, I get to the point where I don't want to live no more. Because I have gotten there before. Where I don't care no more. I just don't want to do... I have had gotten to the point where I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to live no more. I have gotten to that point. I have gotten really low. And I don't want to get to that point. So I was like, it's time for Felicia to get some help. And I'm not ashamed that I got help. I'm getting help. To today, I get help. Yes, I have to tell myself, you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. I had to pray my way through it, talk my way through it. And then now I'm at the point where now I don't want to tell people, certain people, my story because tell people what I'm going through because they throw it back in your face. They judge you. Oh, you dealing with that? Uh, you call yourself a Christian and all this type of stuff? So 
me, I'm not, I don't be mean to people. I just know where I'm at in my life and I want much more. So I try to watch who I hang around with. That's why I'm always a working home because at this point, I don't have friends. And that's sad. I'm like 42. I don't have friends. Only person I really talk to is I call her my friend, but she'll stay here. But if I need her, I call her. She's there. But it's at the point where I don't. I don't care. I mean, I care, but it's at the point where, wow, I'm okay. If I have to live with this, I want God to let me into, let me to enjoy life to its fullest. If I have to live with anxiety, if I have to live with this depression, God help me to live my best life. Don't let it interfere with my livelihood. Don't let it like try to consume me. And that's what I've been doing. Today was a bad day. I don't know why, but I woke up in this funk mood because God had answered the prayer that I wanted him to answer. So I just want to get here and tell y'all that you're not alone. And yes, I, I just want y'all to tell, tell y'all a story about me. How do I deal with different stuff? And tomorrow I'm going to tell y'all how I deal with it. How I, <laughs> how do I cope with anxiety? Because it's a, it's a battle. It is truly a battle, and it's like a constant thing every day. I have to remind myself that, you know, I had got to the point where I didn't want my kids going around. I always wanted them around me. You can't go to your friend's house. Why you go to your friend's house for all this type of stuff? I really have to just piece, slowly but surely, I'm cutting that cord because I know they're going to grow up. And I told y'all, just going to grow up and just leave me, not come see me, not do nothing. And what I'm going to do? What, what am I going to do? So I deal with that. It's like anxiety and depression, all mixing together. I deal with that. And today was one of those days I was like, mm, I don't know if I do a podcast. Maybe I should do a podcast. I don't want to do one. Why? Why should I do it? Why should I do this? So I had to remember, I'm not alone. That God has a purpose for me, even though I might not see, even though I'm like, God, why you didn't answer my prayer? I told you this is what I want to do. I told you I didn't want to go back there because this and this and this and that. But yet, I said I have to do what I got to do. So, thank y'all ladies and gentlemen for listening to my podcast on today. And tomorrow I'm going to talk to y'all about how I cope with anxiety. Some things that I had to do in the past what I thought that worked for me in the past, but now I have to bring it into now because I thought it was okay. But I'm going to have to talk to y'all about those things and let y'all know that y'all are not the only one going through this and that we can't beat this. Even though we might have to live with this, even though we might have to just be like, okay, this is what I did with it. I'm so I'm going to pray for anybody that may be dealing with anxiety and depression. That God bring us the right people across our path. No no one to judge us. No one to be like, she crazy. No, someone to have the compassion that we have. Because we know what it's like. People say, oh, I don't know what that is. And this, boo-boo. Don't get it twisted. You didn't went through it before. But, you know, some people feel like they're untouchable. So, you know. It is what it is. But I just want to get on here and just tell y'all that. And tomorrow I'm going to tell y'all some things that I had to cope with and some things I had to deal with. Come to realization. Okay. Yeah, I have it. So thank y'all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have 
some amazing, I hope you have an amazing, awesome Monday. And just know, we can deal with this. We can live with this. You are not alone. You are not the only one. Be blessed.